the purpose of our lives is to be happy. Dalai Lama. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to the Hustle Show audio experience. Real, no-filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs where we go over the harsh truth nobody told you about being an entrepreneur. And now, your host, Christian Ariola. Hey, Hustlers, Christian here, host of The Hustle Show. Thank you so very much for tuning in today on episode 16. It's an amazing journey that we are already doing episode 16, and I'm super pumped to have you here. I'm thrilled if you're new to the show. You're very welcome to The Hustle Show community. It's been an incredible journey, and if you're coming back to this episode, you've been watching me grow as a podcast host and and you know as a person learning from all the successful stories that we are sharing with you and it's been a lot of fun and it's been very life-changing to hear all these stories and I hope you're getting a lot of value out of them and you're getting some motivation from them and on today's episode is no different you know we have Mike Flynn from the Impact Entrepreneur podcast And the story that he's going to share with us today is very inspiring because I think it's very important when you go into business or if you're already into business, it's very easy to lose your purpose in life rather than living a fulfilled life. You focus on the thing or in the money, on the profit. And that's just like a rabbit hole because once you get that thing, you're going to want the next thing and the next thing. And you eventually will be a millionaire, but you will also live a very miserable life. And that is exactly what Mike Flynn is going to talk to us about. He's been an entrepreneur for 13 years. He's the owner of Flynn Wealth Management and the founder of the Impact Entrepreneur Podcast. And through all his journey as a financial advisor, he realized that the greatest crisis of people is not about money and wealth, but it's a crisis of purpose is that we lose the why of why we do things. And so I'm very excited to share his story today with you. And remember that all the show notes for this episode, you can find them at thehassleshow.co slash TSH16, along with our free book club where we review books and we share with you some of our favorite entrepreneurial books and many other things that we're working on to bring in for free to you, okay? So make sure that you check that out, check the show notes. And before we jump into the call with Mike Flynn, I would love for you to subscribe to the show right now. Either you're watching this on our YouTube channel or you are listening on the go on our audio experience podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button, okay? Because you will be helping a lot of other people to find the show and to find all the motivational, inspirational journeys and stories that we share here at The Hassle Show. And when you subscribe to the show, you are basically telling iTunes and YouTube that, you know, we're worthy of your time and that we are something valuable for other people to find, okay? So without further ado, let's jump in the call with Mike Flynn from the Impact Entrepreneur Podcast. All right, Hustler. So in today's episode, we have Mike Flynn. Welcome, Mike. What is up, man? I am I'm pumped to be on the Hustle Show. We are very thrilled to have you here, man. Very excited and looking forward for sharing your story and hearing the behind the scenes of, of Mike Flynn. So Yes. So, yes. Um, you know, I know you've been an entrepreneur for 13 years. You know, it's a long journey. I'm sure you've, you've you've had a lot of ups and downs and and valleys and mountains and struggles and <laughs> you know all that good stuff, man. And you know what caught my attention is you were in financial services and you realized that people people's problem is not about financial money but their purpose. So how right. how did you come up with that? 
What happened yeah. there? Yeah, so so I'm still in the in the financial services business. It's my my main um, my main business is is a, a family business that I cooperate called Flynn Wealth Strategies, and I've been doing that. My dad started that 30 years ago, and I've been doing it for 13 years or so. And what I've discovered in the process is that the reality is is that people don't struggle with necessarily with a lack of finances but rather they they struggle with a lack of purpose and and to be honest with you some of that realization came from my own place of personal pain so i started in the business in 2005 full time and it was amazing right out of the gates. And, and uh, you know, I, I had come from a, a brief career in the corporate world. And, uh, and it was early, you know, the early 2000s, mid 2000s, and things were great. And then along comes 2008. And we have the financial crisis, 2008, 2009. Uh, we start to recover. And I didn't really feel any of the recovery until about 2000, late 2010, early 2011. And I was just struggling personally, mentally, emotionally, physically with just life at that point. I, I was married to my childhood sweetheart. We had four kids by 2010. And I had been pursuing all of the wrong things. I had been pursuing money and assets and accolades and status when all of those things none of those things were serving me mentally spiritually emotionally in fact they were stealing from me because i was working to keep up with those things and to build those things and i i started to realize that what i really need to focus on and what all of my clients are actually focusing on whether they they know it or not is finding and developing their true purpose and potential. I love that and you know I think we we had a little bit you know a little conversation before of of how I told you that that was you're basically describing the last few years of my life you know going after trends and trying to you know build a new revenue stream building a new business going after after money and and just trying to you know, try to make more. But for me, it felt like a rabbit hole. It felt like the more you have, the more you want, and the more you get into it and you forget about everything else. And that's, you know, I, I got so inspired with what you were doing and your story because trying to find my passion is how I came up with the show. And that's what I'm doing now. And yeah. that's number one reason why I'm doing it. So when I heard your story, it's like, you know, hustlers need to listen to this because it's, it's you know, money is good and everybody needs to make money. And, you know, I'm not saying not, but you know, make sure you go after what makes you happy and what fulfills you in life. Right. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I, I, there's a couple of things I just want to say, because I mean, it's become a little bit of, of a cliche, but you, you need to really understand your why, uh, you need to understand why you're doing something and you need to ask yourself, okay, your, your show is called the hustle show. Well, if I'm going to hustle to what end, why am I doing it? What is this for? And what is, what is it that I'm trying to create? If you're doing it just to be like, you're trying to, you know, live up to Gary V's standards, then that's not a good enough reason to hustle and to grind and to, and to, and to 
you know, lose sleep and to miss out on opportunities. Because guess what? You use the word passion. I'm very passionate about the meaning of words and their impact on our mindset and then the way that we live our life. And the word passion is a Latin rooted word, paseo, and it literally means the willingness to suffer for something. So when you say I'm passionate about this or I'm passionate about that, what you are saying, whether you know it or not, is that you're willing to suffer for whatever it is that you're doing. And if you just look at life, every decision that we make has a a cost attached to it. There is a transaction that is involved. We're choosing option A over option B, and we're either gaining something or giving something up in, in exchange for that decision. And, and it's very simple. So when you choose to do something, like right now, you and I are having this conversation, I am missing another conversation I could be having because I made this a priority, right? So there's a sacrifice that's happening there. And you have to ask yourself, am I willing to suffer for that sacrifice? And, I, and, and in this case, I am. Because you know what? I believe that you, I believe that your listeners, I believe that myself, we're all, be, we're all created by a God who loves us. And number two, who wants us to live up to our full God-given potential, which is beyond what we think that we're capable of achieving and we can even ask for or possibly imagine. So if I can lean into that belief, even if you don't believe in God, but if you believe that you're created to do big things, you should lean into that belief and develop the mindset and the skill set and take advantage of opportunities that are in front of you, but understanding that you need to be willing to suffer for the things that you choose to do. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And, you know, I agree with every word that you say. And to everybody that is listening, there's always, you know, that exchange that you're talking about. There's always a cause. There's always a price. It doesn't have to be money. It has to be, in your case, you were you were saying that you're getting ready for a family vacation. Kids are in home. You could be, you know, enjoying kids time right now instead of talking to me. So that's your, your cost right now. Yep. You know, same yep. for me. I mean, you know, I could be doing something else, but I'd rather be with you. And I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice that so that other people can hear you know, your story and your background. And, you know, it totally makes sense. And, and you know, I'm very excited to start digging into into what, what you know, how the, the idea came for the uh, the Impact Entrepreneur, the podcast, the book, the whole platform. How was that transition from going through from a family business that was doing well into this this venture? What was, was the idea there? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, the, the family business is still going. That's my full-time gig. And, uh, I, you know, I went in 2000 in the middle of a financial crisis. I was like, gosh, I got to start doing some different things. I got to start thinking differently. I got to start exposing myself to some, some different industries. And so a friend of mine invited me to a Brendan Bouchard event. Um, do you know who Brendan Bouchard is? He's an amazing, um, leader and, and trainer, and you need to check him out. Um, and I went to, my friend invited me to go to a thing called Experts Academy, which is an event, a multi-day event that Brendan and his team put on, typically in, in Santa Clara, California. And it was an incredible event. And it made me think very differently about 
marketing your expertise and, and how to position things. And up to that point, I had already been a consumer of podcasts. And so the seed was kind of planted and that was like in 2000, um, that was in like 2010 that I went to that event and the seed was planted that I was going to start a podcast. Well, you know, it took about five years for me to actually do that because like, like most really great entrepreneurs, I went to that event. It was like four days. I spent four days of my time going to this event, took copious notes, made some great relationships. And then I came back and I did nothing. I went back <laughs> to the normal, to the, to the, the old normal thing. Why? Because probably in my subconscious, in the back of my mind, I didn't believe that I was worthy or capable or that anyone would listen or that I even had a message worth sharing, right? And those were all lies that my brain was telling me so that I could keep my brain in its comfortable little cozy space without taking risks and all of those things, right? And that's what those are the types of tricks that our brain wants to play on us all the time. But there came a point in 2015, I actually signed up for a, a um, goal planning course called Best Year Ever. And I signed up for it in December of 2015. And I laid out 10 different goals that I wanted, wanted to achieve in 2016 one of which was launching a podcast. And I knew I wanted to launch a podcast, but I didn't necessarily have the mission of the podcast completely crystallized. And initially, it was going to be a practice management podcast for the financial services industry. But that didn't really inspire me. The word inspire means to breathe life into something. And so that wasn't like something that would get me up in the morning, right? And then I, I went and I did some internal dialogue with myself. And I said, what, am I, what do I want to do in life for myself and for others? And the reality is, is that not only do I started, I joined the family business because I want to have a significantly positive impact in the lives of others and help them become the hero of their financial story. But that's not enough for me. I want to move people to believing in what they're capable of achieving and then give them resources to take action and build stuff and go extend that impact in the world around them. And so that's where the, the impact entrepreneur show and platform was, was born. And the word impact, people often think they, when they find my show, they initially discover it for the for kind of the wrong reason. What happens is people are searching for like social impact, like impact investing or or what you know like that kind of stuff, like environmental stuff. That's not necessarily what my sh that is not what my show is about. <clears throat> it is about social impact in the sense that the world around us will change when you and I believe and come to know and have what I refer to as an impact moment with our true purpose and our potential. When you think about an impact, something stops and then something else begins. 
when there's there's a tra- a change in trajectory when that impact moment happens. And my mission in, in life is to help you and me and my listeners and your listeners have an impact moment and re-engage with their belief in what they're capable of achieving. That's mind-blowing. I mean, I love that. And, you know, the words that you're saying, they're, they're so genuine. And, you know, I, I agree, you know, 100%. And I hope that all the listeners, you know, understand this and, and use it towards their advantage because, you know, you, you have a purpose in life and it's just a matter of trying to find it. But I think there's, you know, most people don't have the courage to start looking and trying to find it because of what we were talking about earlier. You know, they're in their comfort zone and they're afraid of stepping out of it. And, you know, it doesn't matter what they're doing. If they're comfortable doing that, they're going, they want to continue doing that. But I'm so glad you took the action. You know, it took you a few years to get over the the fear and the doubt and everything. And now that you look back, are, are you are you are you happy that you took that leap of faith? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you know, I mean, starting, I I, I opened up my a whole new network um, for me. And you know, there's this old saying that your network is your net worth, right? But I actually believe more than anything, your network is your self worth, <laughs> because Jim Rohn. Um, used to say you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, right? So if you're spending your time around super bummed out negative people, guess what? You're going to be a super bummed out negative person. And even if you're not, even if you're not, even if you're naturally optimistic and stoked, you are going to be pulled down by that negativity So you got to get rid of that, right? People talk about all the time, like don't surround yourself with negative people. And that's true because your net worth is your self-worth. And you you mentioned another word a moment ago called courage. Courage literally means heart. And so when you are feeling discouraged, you are allowing someone or something to take from your heart. And you have to ask yourself when you are feeling discouraged, what is it that is causing me to feel this way, to feel discouraged? Maybe it's an action that you're taking, a choice that you're making, something that you're allowing another person to do in your life. You have to have the self-awareness. But the reason why people don't want to do things that require courage is because they'd rather do something that makes them feel confident, right? But courage precedes confidence because confidence literally means with faith, right? Co-fide. And to do something with faith means that you are doing something without doubt. And you can't get to something without doubt unless you had the courage to try something unfamiliar in the first place. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's absolutely right. And, and you know, I can I can tell that you are a big fan of the words and their meaning, and and it's oh, it, huge, yeah. It, yeah, and, and I, I mean, most of the words. To be honest, I mean, I had a, a guest. I think it was like three episodes ago, and he literally researched the 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 meaning for the word hustle. And you know, I was very honest with him. It's like I I never research it. I mean, I know I I kind of know what it what it means, but I never exactly knew the meaning. Neither all these words that you're talking about right now, which. You know, it's the same thing. I mean, we use them every day and 
And we believe that we know the meaning, but now that you explain, I mean, they make sense. Yeah, there's a great book written by a guy named Kevin Hall, H-A-L-L. It's called Aspire, Discovering Your Life's Purpose Through the Power of Words. Okay, that book was a, a life changer for me. I read it during the financial crisis and it was eye-opening. And the reason it was eye-opening and the reason why the meaning of words matter is because guess what? When we're not talking to other people, who are we talking to? Ourselves, right? And so if you're using words that have actual meaning, your subconscious knows the meaning of those words. And so if you're saying, oh man, if you're, if you're by yourself or you're thinking internally in your self-talk, I'm so discouraged. I'm so, you know, I have no passion or, you know, I'm, I, you know, I don't have courage. If you're using these words internally and, and, and you're using them in a negative way, your, your life is going to be dragged down by them. So it's really important to be conscious of the words that you're you're using, not only with other people, but with yourself, because your self-talk is incredibly powerful in inhibiting you or enabling you to take action. And that's why I believe that the, the words are a precursor to belief in our capability to do great things. Very cool. I'm going to have to check that book out, man, because you know, like most hustlers are listening to us right now, probably one of the hardest thing to overcome is their own mindset and their own negativity and their own thoughts that are crossing their mind, the doubts, the fear, the, you know, just like you said before, um, you know, why is people going to think that I'm worthy of their time to listen to my message or, you know, who am I to be speaking on a microphone and for them to listen? You know, these were all thoughts in your mind, you know, and, and it's, and to be honest, I mean, it's very hard to control your mindset. You really need to invest in books and, and you know, work on it. It's like another muscle of your body. And, and it's another thing that you really need to keep constantly keep, keep working, keep learning, keep dominating. And are you, do you currently, after all these years, are you currently still doing it? Like you still read, do you still? Oh yeah. I've got like, my nightstand's got a, a pile of books on it and I, I you know, I read, um, a, a ton, uh, I, like I probably have read this year, you know, 15, maybe 20 books, you know, and, you know, I'll read another 15 or 20 before the end of the year. Uh, you know, one of the, one of the problems that entrepreneurs or people in general face in this whole personal development and potential and purpose is that they're looking outside of themselves. And for a solution. And the reality is, is that we possess virtually every skill that we need to succeed in a massive way in the world and in what we're trying to do. And the one thing that you need to develop is self-awareness. So I, I came up with this framework called the peak performance framework. And P stands for position. E stands for engagement. A for action and K for kinetic. And we're not going to be able to, to cover it all like in this chat today because it's like an entire podcast it's in and of itself. But the most important thing, and, and they all lead into each other, is uh, position. You, you cannot 
do anything unless you're taking care of yourself first. So in order to be properly positioned for success or properly positioned to add value to other people, you need to take care of yourself first. So I'm married and I have four kids and I'm running two businesses, right? So unless I'm taking care of myself, I can't take care of my wife. And unless I'm taking care of my wife, I can't take care of my family, my kids. And unless I'm taking care of my kids, I can't take care of my clients or my community, right? So you've got to take care of yourself first. And it's not a selfish thing. It's actually selfless. And you've got to create space for your significant other or your spouse to do the same thing. And so my wife and I together uh, created a tool called the Six Bridges to Personal Growth and Well-Being, which help you hone in and crystallize where you're at in each one of these six areas so that you're properly positioned for success. And those are faith, family, fitness, friends, finances, and fun in that order. Okay. Faith, because you need, like for me, I have a faith in God and I believe that I'm living into the potential that God's created for me. But there's some people that don't, don't have a faith in God, right? But guess what? In order to accomplish anything, they have to have faith in another person. You had to have faith that I was going to show up today, you know? Uh, You know, uh, faith, a family is obvious. You know, I, I, my family is so critical and, and family is, is the unit is the core unit that is going to sustain you and to hold you up during hard times. You need a family to fall back in. And maybe, maybe your family, your, your actual biological family isn't, aren't those people because maybe there's a lot of negative baggage or whatever it is. Well, first of all, if you can begin to build bridges to heal those, those things, then you should. Okay. But if you can't, then you need to build a family. You need to create a family of your own outside of that fitness for obvious reasons you've got to be mentally fit you've got to be physically fit you've got to be spiritually fit uh friends i mean you've got to spend time with friends you've got to have conversations and go outside of yourself and serve each other and build that community finances because you know you've got to be able to pay for all of the stuff that you've got to do and that you want that you want to do in the world uh and and then what, let's see we got faith I'm all, I'm forgetting my own six bridges we got faith family <laughs> fitness finances friends oh of course and fun dude you've got to have fun man yes, absolutely. you've got to make time to go do things to have fun to have great uh, create great memories and experiences and so that's kind of the first part of being properly positioned for success in the in the peak performance framework the second part of the P is recognizing the role that you play in other people's stories. The number one reason why relationships fail, whether they are personal intimate relationships or business relationships, is because you or I assume the wrong role in someone's story. We, oftentimes, we try to come in with our solution, and we try to, in that case, play the role of the hero. Well, guess what? That's going to fail miserably. Because in those stories, when you're, when you're trying to serve another person, the solution that you're bringing to the table should never be positioned as the hero. It should always be positioned as the guide. 
you should always make that person feel and understand and believe that they are the hero. That makes total sense. And, you know, that, that, you know, clears a lot of doubts and, you know, it's a good framework. And, and I think it explains to in very much detail when we were talking about everything comes from inside, you know, everything that you said comes from inside, you know, we're not talking about the, you know, you need the weather, you need the the city, you need the, the car, the house, you, you know, that's nothing of the stuff that you mentioned yet. That's like a lot of that, you know, a lot of people is going after. So that's the number one reason why they're not finding their purpose and they're not fulfilling their lives because they're looking outside when they should be looking inside. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, you're, you're not gonna, you're not going to be fulfilled by those things because you, once you get that thing, whatever it is, you're going to be chasing the next thing, right? And so my, my deal is that I'm going to choose to be fulfilled right now. You know, I could have more money. I could make more money. I could work harder, but am I willing to suffer for that? You know, are my, am I willing to give up on experiences and relationships and sleep? And, you know, for the most part, the answer is no. I'd rather choose to spend time with my kids than, than time doing something else. So, you know, it, it, and I may miss an opportunity because of that, you know, you've got to have the self-control, the self-discipline, and you've got to believe that you are worth enough to say no to certain things. That's awesome, man. I really, I really appreciate you taking the time to share all this with us. And looking back in your in your journey and trying to, you know, create this amazing platform, the Impact Entrepreneur. And you know, everybody listening, you guys need to go and check it out. The podcast is amazing. And thank you. Um, you know, how was that journey at the beginning? How were the first few months starting this, trying to come up with basically everything from scratch? Was there any any fear? Was there doubts? Was there or was it all happiness and, and pink? <laughs> no, I've, I've, you know, like I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, what I, I thought it was like, get a microphone and plug it into a computer and you're good to go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that's what I thought, but dude, I mean, there's so much more that goes into it. And I had to realize right away that I had to understand what my skill sets were and what they, what my skill sets worked. And so like editing, and all that stuff, like I could, I could develop the skill set for that. I could totally do it if I wanted to. And if I had the time, but I didn't, I realized that like right away after I did my first couple of interviews before I launched, um, I'm like, dude, this is going to take hours. Like, and like for me, cause I, cause I didn't know necessarily what I was doing. So I'm like, I've got, I'm running a, I'm running a full-time business here. I don't have time to, to do this. So I had to hire that out. That was a lesson that I learned and I'm like, okay, am I willing to suffer for this? Am I willing to take some of my dinero and, you know, and pay someone to do this? And the answer was yes, because I believed in what I was creating. Right. And, and, and so that was a lesson that I learned. I also you know, I, I took a lot of time. So I made the decision in December to launch the podcast. And then it was kind of like, you know, January by the time I, I really crystallized exactly what I was going to do. And then I went, I, I started recording. I, I actually signed up for John Lee Dumas's free podcast course, freepodcastcourse.com. A little J, JLD plug there for you. Um, and I, uh, 
I, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to follow what he says, you know? And so I had like 16 or 17 interviews like in the bank, ready to go on launch. And that was huge because that gave me space to, to do a couple things. One, to take a breath, right. And, and kind of map out where I'm going. And two, to say no to people that weren't going to be valuable on my show. You know I mean? Like I'm sure, you know, you, your show just launched recently, but you know, very shortly you'll start getting, uh, I already know that I, in fact, I already know cause you posted a, a picture uh, on Facebook that you're already getting pinged regularly by potential guests and you have a responsibility and it's a big one to, to filter out people. Because your audience is taking 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes of their time and listening to your show, and you want to give them the highest quality and the best uh, guest experience that they that that's possible, right? So you can't possibly take on everybody that that hits you up. Uh, it's the same thing with me, and and I uh, I have to feel inspired by what they're doing in order to to get on my show. Because really, when, what's happening on my show is like I will, I am like like a student, and they're the teacher, and I'm learning from them. I'm trying to get like better myself, and I'm inviting my audience into that conversation, you know. And and it's a really I, I treat that uh, responsibility. I take that responsibility very seriously. It's it's uh, you know it's. Amazing you brought that up because it, it is legit and you start immediately getting getting people and even though you're you're constantly because I'm I'm trying to push it on social media, I'm trying to promote it and everything. And every most of the people that see it, they understand, you know, this show is for bringing successful entrepreneurs like yourself and, you know, sharing their journey and story. And, you know, I'm still getting, um, you know, pinged by the VP of a company or the director of marketing of another company. It's like, you know, and I said it on episode zero, it's not about what you've done or how much money you make or what your position is. It's about bringing, you know, entrepreneurial stories. I don't even care, you know, how much money you make or, or anything is not about that. It's what have you, you know, all the struggles that you went through, right? I know VPs and, and director of marketing, you know, it's a good, you know, if, if that's your, your passion, you know, go for it. But this show is it's it's pure entrepreneurial stories, and because I'm looking to inspire others, and and you know you're you're right there, you're trying to filter them. It's it's a little tricky, especially at the beginning when you know I, I the first few weeks I was trying to look for the first few guests, and you know thank God now we're we're pretty booked, and and now I have that ability to really filter, really screen out people that are coming in the show. Absolutely, yeah, it puts you in a really good position to serve your, your community. It does. Yes. So, um, what is it, what does it look like to run, you know, full-time running your, your company and now full-time because I'm, you know, it's demanding to have your own platform. How does it look like for you when it comes to the whole balance thing, trying to balance your time, your family, everything in life? How, how is that? Is it easy? Is it hard? What do you think about that? I mean, it's, it's, there's, it's always challenging and there is no such thing as balance, right? There's like, <laughs> there's an attempt at balance, but right. that's why like those, those, I use the, I use the, the concept of the six bridges, right? Because there, there's no two bridges that are alike. Your 
your six bridges are going to look different than mine. Sometimes there's a short bridge, a very short and very narrow bridge. Sometimes there's a huge bridge that you've got to cross over and, and those will change throughout your life. Right. And you've got to be disciplined about your vision. You've got to, you got to focus in on what it is that you're trying to accomplish in the world. And then you've got to create the, the, the space around that. And so Sometimes there are days where it's a little bit more impact entrepreneur platform heavy, you know, other days it's all Flynn wealth strategies and, or there may be weeks where I don't do anything with the podcast impact entrepreneur platform next week. I'm not going to do anything with either because I'm going to be on vacation. Right. I love it. Um, But you know, the reality is that you are in control. You've got to believe that. Right. And so you've got, so, so I, um, I basically only do, I only do my interviews for my show, um, on Mondays or Fridays in the morning between eight be, before noon. Right. And I don't do anything midweek, typically, uh, Tuesday through Thursday. That's all reserved for, uh, Flynn wealth strategy stuff and client meetings and, and serving my, my like clients and, and community and Mondays, I don't do anything. I, 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 Mondays are my prep day for, for work, for my, my business. And I meet with my team, manage our projects and everything. And if you, if you set up yourself with, with these disciplined schedules, then you create freedom to go do these other things. Jocko Willink is a really famous Navy SEAL and he wrote a book called, uh, extreme ownership, how U.S. Navy SEALs lead and win. And his main mantra is that discipline equals freedom. And so if you're trying to fit all of these things in and you're bouncing all over your calendar, uh, you're going to feel very stressed out. But if you actually create focused time and then some free time and then some like buffer time where you can float in between being focused on something and do, working on a passion project, then you're going to feel incredibly free and, and it's going to give you the mental space and the emotional space to do what it is that you want to do in the world. That's amazing, man. You know, I'm going to have to to replay that, that those few works again, because, you know, when you're starting out, you're, you're trying to put systems in place. You're trying to figure out things, which is where I was and, and still am right now trying to figure it out. But I feel like I'm I'm getting ready to start. Okay, well, this day is this. This day is this because it's it gets crazy. It's too much. It stuff. does. Yeah, too much yeah. stuff to do, yeah. and there's not enough time. Yeah. So, and and your your brain is trying to jump back and forth be, between one thing and the next thing, and you're just gonna it's it doesn't like that. Right. Yeah. So w with all the ups and downs that you went on both your, uh, you know the the impact entrepreneur platform and your wealth company you know your your financial company and all those ups and downs and, and horrible moments that you went through um did you ever have any any thoughts like okay well you know this is not working i'm just getting ready to quit let's go do something else let's go you know there's got to be another way to do it maybe another business maybe do something else did you ever have those yeah, kind of thoughts absolutely yeah during the financial crisis i mean i i you know i i thought um in 2000 Intent, like ready to call it quits, you know, with, with the financial services business. And um, I'm part of a mastermind of, of other second generation 
advisors around the country. There's nine of us and we meet, uh, we, we have quarterly conference calls and then we meet in person once a year, um, to talk about best practices and have fun together. And, uh, in 2010, I, or excuse me, our 2011 meeting, I had planned on going to that meeting and telling them I'm, I'm done. I'm calling it quits. You know, this is just too hard and, and emo- emotionally draining. And we had a guest speaker named Christy Mueller, one of the top financial services professionals in the country. And, uh, and she asked me this question. She said, Mike, have you seen the movie city slickers? And I said, yeah, yeah, I'd seen the movie. And she said, you remember that comp, that question that Curly asked, he said, what's your one thing? And, and so she said, so Mike, what's your one thing? And in that moment, I realized that I had been pursuing all of the wrong things. I talked about it earlier, the material stuff, the assets, the status, et cetera, right? In that moment, I realized that my one thing is my family, my wife and my children. And as long as I'm doing everything right by them, everything else will fall into place as it should. And that gave me the ability to go back come back to California to come back to the the business and to put my nose to the grindstone and hustle and, and be free to pursue helping other people become the hero of their story and let everything else happen. You know, if, if I, if I do well, I do well. And I do well by giving, I do well by serving others. I do well by being the guide and not trying to play the hero. That's where, that's where, that's why the financial services industry at at large is one of the least trusted because the advisors or the institutions try to play the role of the hero when they should really be playing the role of the guide. And so that was a game changer for me. And, you know, I, I, uh, as it relates to the impact entrepreneur platform, you know, I, the answer is yeah. You know, there's there's days where I'm like, gosh, is this worth it? You know, and I was just actually having one of those moments not too long ago when I got a phone call from a friend of mine who she left me a voicemail that was like, man, I'm so proud of you. You're doing so great. This is such so awesome, and and the message that you're sharing is so powerful. And then I did an interview yesterday with a guy on the, last night on the East Coast who who. Uh, who is a fan of the show and he has a podcast called uncharted performance, which is a great podcast. It's a fitness podcast. And he told me, he shared with me how much the, that my show has impacted him and how much it's meant to him. And so, yeah, heck yeah, this, that's what it, that's what it, that's what it's all about. Right. But it's important to get that feedback, right? Because otherwise you can feel very alone, right? You can, and so it's, it's critical to, go out and seek that affirmation to make sure that what you're doing is having the effect that you desire it to have. Don't look at all of the vanity statistics, like the likes, the social media, even the download numbers. Like don't, don't focus on the download numbers so much. Focus on the people that are reaching out to you and saying, dude, this is, this is good stuff. This is helpful. You know, that's what, fuels my fire. That's what keeps me going. The reality is, is that whether you have 200 downloads or a thousand downloads or whatever, if someone invited you 
to come into a room of 200 entrepreneurs at a hotel and speak on a stage, would you say no? You would be pumped up, man. So if your show on a week gets only 200 downloads, you should be stoked because that is 200 people inviting you onto the stage of their living room, of their computer, of their earbuds, whatever it might be. You are speaking from a stage. And that is advice that I got from Pat Flynn, who has one of the most amazing podcasts, most successful podcasts, Smart Passive Income. I was He was talking about the fact that that's how we should look at it. When, when we have a podcast and maybe only 200 people listen, which especially when you're starting out, that those are the numbers that you should expect, you know? Those 200 people have invited you onto the stage of their living room. And you should feel very proud about that. And you should feel like you have a lot of responsibility to, to those 200 people. It does. And, and you know, I'm happy that you brought that up because that was the one thing that I said, you know, and I'm going to be, you know, transparent like the show. So I, I want to continue to keep posting and sharing the journey of how, you know, the idea came and how it's progressing. But actually, I think it was yesterday that I posted, you know, we had 100 downloads, but it's like, I would have posted this, even if it was just one download, because that would mean that I reached one person that if I didn't have the show, I wouldn't done. So it's, right. it's not about, it's not about the numbers. I'm actually trying to get to the first email where somebody emails me and they say, Hey, you know what, you know, this, this got me to take the chance to quit my job and, and focus on my side hustle full time. You know, I'm eagerly waiting for that email, man. Hopefully it yeah. happens soon. Yeah, it'll, it'll happen, you know, and, 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 you know, it, it's, it's, it's good that you're being patient. It's good that you're focusing on the value that you're trying to provide because all of the other stuff will happen. Like if you focus on monetizing, it's, it's not going to work. Right. If, if that's your core focus. Right. And see, that's the, yeah, yeah, that's the difference. And if, if you start a podcast to monetize it, well, good luck with that. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna, yeah. gonna drive yourself crazy before you yeah, can actually gonna, get a buck out of it. Yeah, to totally. You know, so I got rid of that uh, desire or that plan like right away. You know that 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 plan uh, just went away, and I uh, I like within the first month, I'm like, nope, I'm I'm not. My core focus is not going to be monetizing this podcast. It's going to be adding value. It's going to be helping people believe that they're capable of achieving something and that leaning into their full potential and purpose. Well, Mike, I mean, you know, it looks like you've, you've, you've come a long way, man. I'm very proud of everything that you've done and everything you're doing. I know you're in the right path to success and, and you know, there's great things are waiting for you, for, for where you're headed. And, you know, kudos to you. Keep, keep hustling, keep doing everything. And I just want to, the, the hustlers that are listening right now, if they, if you could share with them, what would be, what would you think is your secret to success, to what everything you've achieved? What would be the one thing that you have that has helped you through the journey? Um, the the one thing that I would say is that the only thing that matters is your choices, is your choice. So I interviewed this guy named Dr. Lou Holtz, who's one of the most famous college football coaches uh, in in history, uh, and. I asked him a similar question. He said, Mike, there's 422,000 words in the English vocabulary. And the most important word among them is choice. And so I would choose not to focus on being successful. I would choose to focus on being fulfilled right now 
in what I'm doing in, in, in so that when I am successful, I'm still fulfilled, right? You see a lot of successful people who are miserable, right? I, but I'm choosing to be fulfilled and to enjoy the journey and to look at the, the adversity and the, the challenges and the weeds as opportunities because without those things, without the weeds, you could not be able to appreciate the flowers. I love that, man. So moving, you know, we're going to change gears a little bit from your story and from your amazing journey to what I like to call the hassle round. We're going to play a little award game, um, basically just going to give you a award and you're going to say aloud the first word that comes to mind. Does that sound Let's like a plan? All right. Let's do it. I love it. Hustle. Hustle. Um, I don't like that word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that, um, so if, if you said hustle, I would say dangerous. Work. Work. Boring. There you go. Employee. Community. Boss. Leader. Rules. Break them. <laughs> College. Important. Fear. Can't see you. Weakness. Become strength. Strengths. Develop them. Motivation. Means get up and move. And last but not least, books. Knowledge is power. Awesome. Man, I think I think you were the fastest ever in the hassle round. Oh, nice, <laughs> not, nice, not, nice. Not that we're counting time or anything, but I feel like that was super quick. <laughs> <laughs> that was when Sue's moved. So before we get ready to leave here, man, um, is there any hustle quote that you can tell to all the listeners who, um, you know, they might be in the fence trying to decide if they should quit their job and, and go with, you know, follow their dreams and their and their passion, or maybe they already started a business, but they're still not where they want to be. You know, something, some words that you could share with them to keep pushing and to keep them motivated. Yeah. Can I share two? Absolutely. So the first is a, is a quote by a guy named Charles Reed, I believe. And it's, it's this, sow an act, excuse me, sow, sow a thought, reap an act, sow an act, reap a habit, sow a habit, reap your character, and sow your character, reap your destiny. That's a very, very powerful uh, quote, and it all begins with our thoughts, right? What we believe that we're capable of doing. The second is, and I shared this one second because it's a, it, it follows the first, and it's the, it's the dangerous thing, and it is this. Comparison is the thief of joy, and that's by Theodore Roosevelt. And dude, we all compare ourselves all the time. He's more fit than me. They have more money, um, whatever. His podcast is better, you know, but, and that steals your joy. It, it just ruins it for you, right? So, so keep that in mind that comparison is the thief of joy. It does. And I love that quote, man. I hope everybody that is listening to us start to get this in their mind. If you, if you, when you compare yourself to somebody else, that is going to be a bad day for sure. For sure. So, for sure. Yeah. So stop doing it and, and just stay in your lane. Do whatever you need to do, but stay in your lane. You know, I'm very proud. I'm very grateful, Mike, to have you here and to share your journey and your story. And just for all the hustlers that are listening to us right now, if they want to, you know, get in contact or follow what you're doing, follow the Impact Entrepreneur podcast and your book and your platform, how can they reach out and how can they stay connected with you? Yeah, so they could they could the 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 podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google. Just search for the Impact Entrepreneur Show. Um, you can also find it 
online at theimpactentrepreneur.net. Um, I'm available on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at The Impact Mike. Um, I'm also on Facebook. You can uh, find me there. Um, I'm digging Instagram lately um, with the stories and all that stuff. And, um, and if, if people want to learn a little bit more about our, our family business, they can visit FlynnWealthStrategies.com. And uh, I will also include you know, I'll give you a link to where people can go and they can download the six bridges to personal growth and well-being, as well as another tool called the Clarity of Purpose Scorecard uh, that they can use as a resource to help that crystallize what's important to them and what they want to accomplish. Awesome, man. I would love to share that with all the hustlers that are listening in. We'll make sure that we link everything at the hustleshow.co slash TSH16 so that everybody awesome. can, can go in there and you know get straight connected to your podcast and to your tools that I'm eagerly you know waiting for them so I can go through them too. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. You're, dude, I, I want some feedback. So let me, know, let me know what you think. Sounds good. All right. Well, I really appreciate you just taking the time, man. I'm very grateful to have you here and to you know, being open and transparent today with us to all the hustlers that are listening and for sharing your story. And I, I wish you nothing but success. And I know you're in the right path and, you know, things are going to explode and there's big things for you, man. So keep keep doing it and keep hustling. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. I'm honored to be on your show and uh, hope that I provided some value for you and your audience today. So there you have it, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, episode 16 of The Hustle Show with Mike Flynn. I had a blast and I learned a lot from this man. He's an amazing person and I've been devouring his, his podcast. And I hope you join his journey and you go listen to his podcast. It's amazing and everything that he's doing. And I'm just very grateful to have the opportunity to, you know, have this chat with Mike. And I wish you nothing but success. And I hope you join us on Thursday for our next episode as we're going to have another amazing story to share with you. Okay. Keep hustling. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Hustle Show audio experience. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And even if you didn't, make sure you subscribe to the podcast right now. It's still free. Visit thehustleshow.co for all the show notes and to watch the video experience of this episode. We'll see you soon.